They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Convini Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, we continue our deep dive into B-tier convenies. This week, we head to Daily Yamazaki, a B-tier conveni known for its baked goods. We check out the Chicky Wars and the scoreboard, where Mike takes a shot at Ministop. Then we hit the Gemba, where Mike reviews the Taru Taru Chicky out of Family Mart. Now, let's head to the conveni. Hey, Mike. Matt, 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 how's it going? I'm on top of the world, Mike, because there is a movement we have both joined to take right. down greedy hedge funds on Wall Street, <laughs> led by our fearless leader, Deep Fucking Value. This is, of course, the GameStop movement, Mike. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm loving every second of this. Can't get enough of it. Yeah, man, me too. It's been an exciting week, you know. We're really part of a uh, revolution here. You know, I know that I I don't know if I should disclose this to our listeners or not, but we're both holding some uh, <laughs> stock in GameStop. And by holding some stock, I mean one stock. We both have one share of uh, GameStop. And um, you know what? I, I just got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hold it until the end. Um, I know you are as well. And... Uh, yeah, you know, it's um it's just been a just been a really exciting week. Yeah, Mike, I was I was practicing scenarios in my head, Wall Street billionaires at my doorstep begging for my mm-hmm. share of GameStop, willing to offer me 10, 20, 30,000, maybe a million dollars <laughs> to get out of their short position and nope, I'm holding. That is my position. I like the stock. <clears throat> So, yeah. yeah, just fantastic. Just FYI, our fearless leader, Deep Fucking Value, sitting <laughs> on a $33 million position right, right now, lives in Brockton, Wow, like 30 minutes away. So, uh, rents his house. <laughs> this guy's a legend. Roaring Kitty YouTube channel. Everybody check him out. Absolute legend. Yeah, this guy's a legend. And you know what he actually reminds me of? Another man who uh who held out against the 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 corporate stronghold. And that was um I don't know if you remember Matt. Um well, what am I talking about? You remember what was his name from 7-Eleven? This guy, you know, the corporate oh, yes. elites uh, were trying to tell him to, his you know, name you got to Suzaki-san. Suzaki. He was trying to hold out, and uh, he wanted to just shut his store, you know, for a couple hours. And you know, because of that, they, uh, you know, they tried to shut him down. But you know what he did? He held as well, and um, until the end. So, you know it what? Didn't work out so well for him. <laughs> you know, we're looking to score some tendies at the end of this uh, when the squeeze is squoze. So hopefully, we. <laughs> maybe that's not the best analogy i think we're going to the moon ladies and gentlemen anyway yeah yeah okay we got to talk convenie mike a lot of stuff to talk about this week last week we introduced a b-tier convenie called mini stop we're gonna Mm -hmm. keep on that theme you know throughout our first 40 or so episodes by the way this is episode 40 everybody episode 40 wow another thing to celebrate we've been focused on really just the big three convenie family mart circle k 
mm-hmm. and uh, Lawson. But we're trying to take a deeper dive into some B-tier Kambini. Last week, mini stop. This week, Mike, you can see we're both at Daily Yamazaki. Hey. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Daily Yamazaki. And this one holds a special place in both of our hearts because we worked yep. at a small company that mm-hmm. was nearby a Daily Yamazaki. And so we would both frequent it. Uh, To pick up our breakfast, our lunch, all kinds of goods and services. So um, this one hits close to home. Very excited. Yep. Yep. Today about Daily Yamazaki. So what do you say we kick off with some history? Mike, a little background info. So first, Daily Yamazaki. Key point here. uh, Founded in 1977. It's based in Chiba. It's actually part of the Yamazaki Baking Company, which happens to be the world's largest bakery. Uh, No surprise there, I guess, because Daily Yamazaki, of course, famous for its baked goods. Now, Mike, Daily Yamazaki actually did not start as Daily Yamazaki. It started as Sun Every. Wow. Sun Every. Yeah, totally huh. bizarre name. And then they <laughs> opened up another organization called Yamazaki Store in 1978. They had dueling brands operating until 1999 when they merged into Yamazaki Daily. Oh, wow. Mike, the branding structure of this company has been in chaos since its inception. They've never really managed to merge all of these concepts under a cohesive single brand. Right now, they have three 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 brands, I think. I spent like an hour on Wikipedia trying to understand this. Super confusing. They got Daily Yamazaki. Okay. They got New Daily Yamazaki Store. They got Daily Yamazaki Store. They got the Yamazaki Shop. And we also stumbled on something called Yamazaki.net, which if you want to find out what a website looked like at the inception of the internet, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> check out Yamazaki.net. Dot net or 365yamazaki.net. Totally bizarre. I don't even know. This could be a precursor to HTML, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, really, this is from the fossil archives. Smithsonian's going to need to get a hold of this thing. Um, so they have this very confusing brand structure. I was never really able to wrap my arms around it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's small, Mike, only 1,493 stores. They're not even in every prefecture. They they don't have any locations in Hokkaido, no locations in Kagoshima, so north and south. And then Okinawa, nothing. So fairly small convening. Um, So that's the background of Mm -hmm. Daily Yamazaki. Mm -hmm. Mike, I think you want to introduce us to their, the more interesting stuff, the food and treats they have on offer. That's exactly right, Matt. Um, you know, as chaotic as the whole uh, corporate structure is, there is one thing that is not chaotic, and that's what makes Daily Yamazaki special. So mm. last week we talked about Mini Stop, and you know, we were saying that uh, Mini Stop is kind of this like fusion of a fast food restaurant right. and a kombini. Well, Daily Yamazaki is like a fusion of a Japanese bakery and a kombini. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to the food at Daily Yamazaki, you know, there's, there's, it really just comes down to one thing and that's pan. And by pan, I mean bread, pan. We're talking pan today, Matt. So normally when you go into a convenience store, you know, dep- you know, the, the structure has changed a little bit. They've updated a couple stores, but in general, you go in, you walk in and right in front of you, you're looking at the onigiri section. That's normally mm. how it goes. But, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. You know what, Matt? When it comes to Daily Yamazaki, you walk in 
And this is what you're looking at. So, all right, I'm going to describe what we're looking at. <clears throat> so in Japan, you know, I don't, I don't know if we've talked about this much, but, um, you know, yeah. bread stores in Japan, how, what, what is a bread store and what is a bakery in Japan? Usually it's not like you go in and just get a loaf of bread. Usually you go in, you grab your tongs and then yep. you grab your tray, tray and then there's like 50 different types of little like breads that you can sort of pick out and choose so if you're going to go to the bakery you know like my my and i like for breakfast we would go and pick up probably like you know eight different types of of breads mm. and so um yeah for our youtube uh viewers you can see right now what i'm showing this is what you see when you walk into daily yamazaki and this is just a ton of fresh baked bread mm. and so, you know, there's all types of breads going on. We got wiener breads, we got curry pan, we got we got it all. Here I'm going to, you know, this is another sort of uh picture here. You got your you know, there's just a huge variety going on here. So, this is in general, I mean, this is what makes daily yamazaki special and and really exciting. You know, you go in there and you can get some fresh baked bread. And um so, you know, besides the bread, you know, well, not besides the bread. As you were saying, Daily Yamazaki is not just convenient, it's also a, a bread, you know, producer. It's the world's largest bakery. And so they don't just sell their own items in the store. They also sell their items in other convenience as well. Mm -hmm. And so some of those items that you might have seen, this is something we talked about before. This is the lunch pack. This is the yeah. peanut butter lunch pack. This is a classic item in the convenience. This is a like a it's like a little bread stuffed with uh, some some goo, and in this it's like case, a, it's you know, it's like a pouch, a bread pouch. It's like a bread pouch, exactly, exactly. So we got we got the lunch pack. We got the Yamazaki New Hokkaido Cheese Mushi Cake, and that's the uh, shape of uh, Hokkaido right there on that cake. Ooh. I mean, these are some great. And this is the nice stick, ladies and gentlemen. This is um, nice. this is a. <laughs> This is a plastic wrapped uh, stick of bread mm. inside, which has some, uh, you know, some some sweet cream, um, oh, and it looks sort of like a sausage. Ooh. But um, actually, that's a mm. that's a bread. You've you've got all types of things here, Matt. You've also got the uh, the kope pan. You've probably seen this convenience as well. This is Yamazaki created, and then you've got also this another classic. This is the Yamazaki cream. Super on pan. I mean, this is as good as it gets. That is, yeah, absolutely. So, um, but besides that, just some some other their sort of their um, products. They have the daily hot. That's their hot box. They call it the daily hot. <laughs> daily um, hot. You know, everything that you would imagine would be in there. Um, you got your hot snacks, and then you've always got the best sweet selection. And this, you know, this is their more sort of sweet uh, type of foods. That introduced the uh, the food for uh, you know um, what they're offering in terms of their items, but um, we've actually picked up a couple of items that we wanted to share from uh, Daily Yamazaki. So, how about we go with yours first? Um, I'm gonna switch tabs here to uh, to your first item from uh, Daily Yamazaki. Boom. Yeah, Mike, this actually comes from uh, Daily Yamazaki uh, 365.net. <laughs> so again very old looking website but what we're looking at here is a cake mike we've talked about cake on this podcast a couple of Ooh. times this is actually a birthday cake okay what we're looking at is a rectangular wow. cake the standard cake that means it is sponge whipped cream with strawberries another layer of sponge 
with whipped cream and strawberries on top. But what's notable about this cake, Mike, again, we've talked about the racket that is cake in Japan. And yet again, we see just criminal activity taking place, the likes of which we haven't seen since Melvin Capital shorted GameStop to infinity. Okay? We're looking at a cake that is 22 by 28 centimeters, okay? For those not keen on centimeters, that is roughly a letter-sized piece of paper, 8.5 by 11, almost exactly, okay? So grab a sheet of paper, everybody. That's the size cake we're talking about. They're saying this feeds 15 to 20 people, okay? (laughs) 15 to 20 people, they're saying a letter-sized cake is going to feed, okay? Okay, now here's the kicker. You're already outraged. Yeah, that's right. Hold by the dip, ladies and gentlemen, because you're going to go into another stratosphere when I tell you this cake is $60, okay? This is $60 for whipped cream, strawberries, and two layers of sponge, claiming it feeds 15 to 20 people. Mike, I did the math here, okay? Yeah, yeah. If you're serving 15 people... That means, hold on, let me bring up my spreadsheet because I was crunching the numbers late <laughs> last night. Okay, you're talking about an average piece size of six square inches, okay? Six two by three, inches. two by three. That's roughly a dollar a bite, okay? <laughs> now, if you serve 20, now you're talking mm, between four and five square inches, okay? Again, roughly a dollar a bite we're talking here, Okay. Um, Just totally outrageous. Not to mention, you're going to buy a $60 cake from a website built in probably 1996. (laughs) Can they even take credit card payments? What, am I supposed to mail a check to an address here? What's going on? This is absolutely outrageous. Oh, wow, Matt. Um, This is not what I was expecting. Um, Yeah, man. We've, uh, you know, this is a big part of what we've done. This is one of the things that I'd say we've, uh, we've done on this podcast. It's, you know, I bettered humanity is just to expose (laughs) Japanese cakes for being a sham product. And, um, man, this might take the cake. (laughs) This might take the cake right here. Oh my God. All right. Well, Matt, I'm going to go on to something, um, else. But uh, this one I'm actually uh, pretty excited about. And I got to say, this is um, from their uh, new items this week. Just kind of a, nothing to do with bread, nothing to do with cake. This is the extra big kakiage soba. So mm. you're looking at this picture and all you see is a kakiage. You probably think this is just a kakiage in a bowl. But no, underneath that is some soba. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks back, I actually picked up um, kakiage soba as one of my, my favorites. Kakiage is like uh, deep fried um, mm. vegetables, usually onions and, and different types of vegetables. And then you put that on top of hot soba and it sort of like dissipates and just becomes this amazing flavor. And I'm liking this. Look at this. This thing is just completely covered with a kakiage on top of that soba. So, hey, mm. hey, that's pretty interesting to me. And I got to say, you know. This looks interesting. Um, yeah, good job, Yamazaki. Yeah, Mike, this looks this looks great. Kakiage. Who doesn't like kakiage? You know that first bite into it, it's like cat crunch. Just tear, tears your gums up, and then it slowly softens in the soup. It's totally <laughs> delicious. Just mushed up pile of shredded vegetables, battered and deep fried. How can you not like that? Um, oh, yeah. I was a little bit confused about what was on screen because, yeah. Uh, again, Daily Yamazaki really struggles with 
the photography here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We'll show a couple more photos as we go along the way for those on YouTube. But yeah, this is just a nice choice here, Mike. All right. All right. Then I think from this list, we've got another one from you. Um, can you direct me to the to where we're yeah, going? Yeah, Mike, uh, it's the beverage there. It's the it's the canned coffee. Um, <laughs> the reason I point this out is is less to talk about this product. It's a black canned coffee. This is nothing special here. Everybody knows what this product is, but it just really highlights the branding issues the the mess that daily yamazaki is in okay they haven't even managed this looks like a scan actually i don't know was this taken on the first ever digital camera it was a kodak 1978.1 megapixels i think that's what they used to take this image mike this barely registers on the screen um you can't even read the label the only thing that you can actually read are the giant letters, black, in huge font. This is a disgrace, Mike. We thought 7-Eleven was bad. No. Daily Yamazaki has taken bad photography to a whole new level. How how leadership isn't addressing this issue, I, I don't get it. It's outrageous. Yeah, man. Actually, you know what this looks like? It looks like they, they used a remove background filter, but it's sort of like... <laughs> filtered out the whole product itself you can see the background sort of poking through between the cap and the bottle this is uh i don't know man we've we've given 7-eleven a hard time uh with their photography but yamazaki i think takes a cake i can imagine that they've got somebody in there and you're right they probably got a scanner that's probably what they're using for their uh for for uploading these things this is uh this is too bad. We're gonna have to keep an eye on Daily Yamazaki. We might have to. We might have to ban. You know their images. From images. The yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you could, if you could upload an image to a website through a fax machine, this is what <laughs> this is what it would look like. This is outrageous. This is absolutely outrageous. All right, man. Well, I'm gonna swing back into a different gear from one that really looked uh, really great to me and sort of highlights. This is not exactly a bread, Ooh. but um, you know, their their sweets, their best sweets, as their you know that's their line. This is the uh, the baked cheese Ooh. crepe, <laughs> um, and what this is, this is a crepe that's wrapping. It looks like a um, some whipped cream, and then in the middle, mm. in the middle, it looks like some dense cheese. But I'm guessing that's more like a cheesecake. And mm. um, you know, this looks great to me. I I love a crepe, and you know, I love you know. I've been looking for sort of the the elusive um, you know dessert burrito, and um, <laughs> this is kind of what this looks like to me. So I gotta say, I'm I'm pretty excited. Um, and you know, it just shows Daily Yamazaki's got kind of a range of uh, of products that they're releasing. Yeah, Mike, great to pick out a sweet here. Uh, the crepe it does look fantastic. Who doesn't love a crepe? I love <laughs> the Hokkaido cheese stuffing with the whipped cream. This thing also, if it's jam packed like they're showing in this image, my goodness, that crepe is holding on to dear life. Baked <laughs> cheese and whipped cream tried to shred it apart that thing is stuffed to the rafters <laughs> love it that looks outstanding all right matt well um you know we've looked at a couple of the items from daily amazaki and we've said you know they're they're sort of their their claim to fame is the fresh baked items but and you know bread in general but matt you know mm. i think that um we should introduce one item that is um 
really the pinnacle of um, what Daily Yamazaki has to offer and the pinnacle of bread in general. Matt, you know what I'm talking about? We're talking about the gold soft. <laughs> yeah, Mike, the gold soft here. Um, I learned about it last night, I'll be honest, but... My goodness, I just haven't been able to stop thinking about it, mostly because it's a loaf of white bread they're charging anywhere 16 to $20 for. And it comes in a little box with a handle on it. Mike, I don't get this at all. Uh, who is buying this? How can this possibly be worth 16 to $20, again, for a loaf of mm. chewy, soft, white bread? All bread in Japan is exactly the same. Yeah. It's large, chewy, white bread. Don't get it. Yeah, and I know that this is, uh, you can buy it other places. I think it's on Rakuten and stuff like that. But the, we're looking right now at the daily365.net. And on this, you know, it's so limited edition. You can only buy it four days a month. And um, you have to order it in advance and then pick it up at the store. And like you said, that's 16 to $20 for one loaf of bread. I don't know, Matt. I'm doubting it, but who knows, you know. I, Japan is in general, you know, they, they take things that seem like they're just normal and, and sort of kick them up to the next level. That We haven't seen that be the case with bread, but who knows? Maybe this is, maybe this is 10 times more delicious than normal bread. I don't know. but It's possible. They may have a 90-year-old man back there who is, uh, you know, grinding every piece of grain into a perfect dust of flour. Yeah, I don't know, Mike. Um, again, just to remind our viewers, we are looking at this product on the daily365.net. So you're going to buy your $16 loaf of white bread on a website, again, built in probably 1996 hasn't been updated since then um they probably need to charge 16 dollars for a loaf of bread just because the maintenance cost to support such an archaic website you know there are probably yeah. six contractors in the world who still know what code this thing is built on um yeah and you got to order four days in advance because that's how long it takes your check to go from your house to their headquarters once they cash it they ship it so that's probably what that what that lag is there yeah yep anyway yep. ridiculous yeah ridiculous but um all right that you know that's that's our introduction to daily yamazaki Just how is like this minis? a business how is this a business how are they how are they what is going on here they obviously the baking company must be supporting the stores the baking company must be so lucrative that they're able to to float these dump store i actually oh, okay i'll take it back daily yamazaki i i i misspoke there the daily yamazaki actually is a solid convenience store with good baked products i'm getting wrapped up in the gold soft crazy website yeah yeah take, take it, it easy back. take it easy all right let's close it out before we get too pumped up that all that to say that um just like mini stop Daily Yamazaki has been brought into the fold and, you know, if if we feel so inclined, you know, they will be on the scoreboard as well and we'll be keeping track of them as well. But um, Matt, um, yeah, that that uh, that wraps us out. And um, so, yeah, I think now we're going to head on to the Chicky Wars. And Matt, Boy. you know what? This week, um, not too much action, unfortunately, I got to say. Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, actually, we've got we've got two chickies coming out. 
Um, and yeah, let me show you what we're, we're what we're looking at this week. Um, so the first one, this is sort of like you know, this came out last uh, July, actually. Yeah. This is the uh, Family Chicky, the Cheese Takarubi Aji, and actually I had it and I reported on it. It was not the cheese in that we were dreaming of, um, but um, yeah. So nothing much to say about that. But one that I do want to get your get your thoughts on, and that is the this is from Seven Eleven. That's the Umakara Chicken, and that's the hot and crispy. Um, and uh, yeah, I and mean, what what do you think? Yeah, Mike. Uh, my first thought was this looks exactly like every other uh, chicky that Seven <laughs> Eleven has ever put out. They just added a parenthesis, hot and crispy, to an right. already existing product. So pretty consistent with Seven Eleven. Again, their modular play isn't just physical; it's also just based in text. And mm-hmm. so they'll take a product and modify it, uh, not in any physical, tangible way that would adjust the texture, the flavor, but just right. the name of it. And in this case, yes. they've uh, cleverly put uh, parenthesis <laughs> hot and crispy. Uh, and they got a whole new product. So, uh, yeah, clever business. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't expect this to be any different from what's already in the hot box at 7-Eleven. I agree. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't know what's going on here we've seen many a hot and crispy uh from from 7-eleven i will say whoever took this maybe matt they had a new intern in here this this uh in 2021 because they did a great job here this is a this is a really good looking chicky um for a podcast listeners you can't see but normally we're looking at some you know dumpster you know fodder here but this is uh this does is look pretty like good. A, it's looking pretty hot and crispy. Um, it so. does. Yeah. Maybe got so, ready to upgrade to an iPhone 7 or something. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so sort of a slow um, week at the uh, the in the Chicky Wars, but I'm sure next week we're going to be having a couple new Chickies to look at again. That's right, Mike. Last week was so hot. Things cooled it's down hot. this week. Yeah. It's a bumpy ride in the Chicky Wars. Okay, let's move on to the scoreboard. Scoreboard, of course, where we look at all the new items coming out at not just the big three convenient, but also now mini stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, this week on the scoreboard, we have Family Mart with 46 new items. Okay. Lawson, 25 new items. 7 Eleven, 84. And mini stop with 24 new items. Your reaction to those numbers? Well, a little bit low, I'd say, across the board. Um, lost in 25, even, you know, on their low end. Um, mm-hmm. 7-Eleven, 84 on the low end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Family Mart, also a little bit on the low end. So, yeah, um, it, it seems like, uh, you know, maybe they had their big spurt at the uh, the start of the year, and now they're kind of slowing down a little bit. I will say, you know, welcome to Ministop. Great to have you. And, um, you know, it's just great to see Ministop coming in and uh you know daily yamazaki next week as well all right so let's take a look at our winners and losers each week we peruse all of these new items to find a winner and a loser mike i always like to start off with your loser here so let's see what you picked out this week um always keen to see here what do we got let's see boy oh that's a sad mm, sad entry here yeah matt i hate to do this because you know (laughs) we're we're welcoming mini stop to the uh 
Oh, no. Do the scoreboard, but this is sort of a little bit of an initiation uh, that we've got going on here. <laughs> um, Matt, my loser for the week, this is the Takanato Mentaiko no Spaghetti Salad. Oh, that's spaghetti. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Matt. So, oh, Takana. So, Takana is the Japanese giant red mustard um, leaf. It's it's a very like bitter, little little spicy um, uh, leafy vegetable. And then the mentaiko we talked we've talked about before. That's the uh, it's the fish row um, uh, cod. I think it's cod row, and it, it's kind of spicy. And that's it's it's a spaghetti with that. Uh. It's, it's spaghetti salad and the salad in this case means must uh mayonnaise so that means we've got some mayonnaise in there oh and so i'm just trying to imagine mixing those four Mm. ingredients together and then Mm. slurping those up Mm. um matt uh yeah sorry i know that we had our halloween special last year i know it's coming a little (laughs) bit early this year but this is not something i want to touch i know there are people who like the slime I'm not one of them, and uh, mini stop. I gotta say, you're on the scoreboard now. But look, you're in for some hard knocks, and um, you know, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, welcome. But um, you just this this didn't do it for me this week. Well, Mike, I was a little surprised to see mini stop first week coming to the scoreboard, loser. But man, deservedly so. <laughs> this is absolutely <laughs> disgusting looking. You know, uh, last week we posted on Twitter, we thought we had found 7-Eleven's product development strategy, a dartboard with random items. And <laughs> that's what this looks like. They just threw four darts, Takuna, uh, Mentaiko, spaghetti and mayonnaise. New product, uh, ladies and gentlemen. My goodness, that looks absolutely disgusting. Uh, wow, I hope Ministop is able to bounce back next yeah. week here. Yep, yep. All right, on to my loser for this week, Mike. Um this is out of Family Mart. This is a potato salad and ham katsu sandwich here. Oh. Um, okay. Whoa. I got to take a second. Tough to describe. Okay. So first, this is a hot box item. This is fried, okay? <laughs> so you have a slice of ham, <laughs> potato salad stacked on top of that slice, another slice of ham. It's all battered, breaded in panko, and fried. Now, Mike, I just find this to be such a troubling item here. Potato salad and ham. Yeah, I guess that could go together. But fried potato salad and ham? I don't think so. Also, this seems like it's going to be a mess. You bite into that, potato salad's going to fall out all over the place. Also, for some reason, I can't get the image of this just looks like a bad set of dentures. The potato salad is just kind (laughs) of cubed into teeth. The ham looks like gums. I just, uh, uh, it just looks absolutely disgusting to me. So I would not want any part of this family mart. Come on, you can do better than this. Yeah, yeah, Matt. That's exactly before you said it. That's exactly what I was saying. It looks like a some sort of Pokemon that's like smiling at you, like California raisins or something. It's like an animated figure, and yeah, what is what's going on here? This doesn't make any sense to me. I'm actually getting kind of pissed off just looking at this. This is, this is this is a ridiculous item. I don't. I agree, Matt. This is a stupid item. There's so much you could do, even with those just those two those two ingredients: exactly. the ham and the potato exactly. salad. Exactly. Totally. And so, yeah, Matt. Um, you know, get it together. Come on. There's so much you could do here. I I, I totally agree. 
All right, let's uh, turn things around, take a look at our winners for the week. All right, yeah. Mike, let's see your new item winner for this week. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm. Oh, yeah, Matt. Mm. So, um, all right, let me explain here. This is no... Yep, yep, yep. With the cup of coffee. This is this is not a groundbreaking item, but every once in a while, you know, I like to, you know, try and highlight some items we haven't looked at so far. And I'm just this week I want to sort of introduce our listeners to the majesty of the katsu sando. So a katsu is a fried pork cutlet. It's got some sweet uh sauce that's sort of wiped all over it, and then you've got like a little bit of shredded cabbage. And it's in a sandwich. So this week we were talking about Yamazaki, daily Yamazaki and, you know, bread. So I thought, hey, I got to, you know, pick up a sandwich. And I was looking through Family Mart's menu and I just saw this and it just hit me. Mm. One of my favorite items in Japan, it's the Katsu Sando. And this looks like a great one. I like the thickness. It's not too thick. You know, they got the the nice size on there. Mm -hmm. And like you said, in the picture, they have a nice cup of coffee there. This is what you're going to have. Your little tea time. You're going to have your... (laughs) You're going to have your katsu sand and a cup of of coffee. I don't know. But um, Matt, you know... It's always good to uh, give a, give a little spotlight to the classics, the legends, and um, this one for me this week just hit me hard. Absolute legend of Japanese home cooking, one of the best things to eat in Japan, which I think mm-hmm. must go overlooked for tourists, is the tonkatsu, the fried pork cutlet. If you go to oh, a yeah. specialty tonkatsu restaurant oh, in Japan, you are going to have one of the oh, best meals. God on your trip i remember taking my parents to one in tokyo it was just there was you know this tiny little shop they served mm. one thing fried pork cutlet with oh, that yeah. pile of shredded cabbage and oh, that bulldog yeah. sweet sauce it's oh, yeah. awesome totally great and yeah you can get it in a sandwich ladies and gentlemen <laughs> awesome to see a classic up on stage here on the podcast great one mike thank you all right well you're going with a classic uh i'm turning more toward uh uh, an innovative item okay. that we've uh, right. seen come back and back again. This one, this one's out of Lawson, Mike, and uh, it is none other than the Goudog. Oh yeah, back and better than ever. Oh yeah, it's back, baby. And this is the butter chicken curry Goudog here, Mike. I gotta say, mm, it's been a long time and. My goodness, I forgot how much I missed you, Goo Dog. <laughs> Did you get a little longer this past year? My goodness, because wow. your yeah. Frank is just lopsided over either end of that bun, just barely hanging on. That thing, man, it is on vacation. I've never seen a hot dog so relaxed inside of a bun, Mike. That thing is taking a long, long nap. It is seaside. Mmm. And then on top, we got the butter chicken curry on top. Mike, this is a dirty diaper here. Um, (laughs) We got a whole hot mess on top of this hot dog. And it's got a white strip of something. That's got to be, what, cream, butter? Nobody actually knows on top of that curry. You bite into that bad boy. Watch out. First comes the snap. Then comes the rumble of the tummy. You just got a few (laughs) seconds before you're ready to blow. This thing looks awesome, Mike. I'm a big dog guy, you know that, but great to see Goo Dog back at Lawson. Oh boy, our old pal, the Goo Dog, and 
remember the goo that that means good and it also means the goo it means it's got the big toppings it's got a lot of ingredients and matt this is a goo dog this has got some goo on there you're not kidding that butter chicken curry looks like it is pretty damn good and Mm -hmm. um yeah you're right man when you said that this thing did the goo dog get longer i'm not sure um Matt, I'm I'm always happy to welcome back our old friends. This is one I mean, one of the first couple episodes I think we talked about the the le- the good old goo dog and um man, this just brings a, a smile to my face to see him back and looking better than ever. Looking better than ever. So, uh hoping to see more goo dog later this year. All right, that wraps up the scoreboard along with our winners and losers for the week, Mike, and I think now we are off to my favorite segment each week this is at the gimbal with with mike the gimbal of course the place where the action happens mike you're in japan the place where the action happens what do you got for to review for us this week that's right matt so um last week we reviewed we had four chickies up and um you know they all looked you know pretty damn good but um there's one that really caught my interest and um let me just go ahead and share this i'm talking about the tarde chicky. That's the yeah. tartar tartar. So it's a chicky with some tartar sauce inside of it. And yeah. um, mm. so Matt, I was really excited about this. Like I told you, you know, I'm a Long John Silver boy. Everybody knows <laughs> it. And um, you know, just recently the tartar. I'm just thinking about the tartar sauce, and it's just getting me pumped up. And like I said last week, I, I noticed that there's something. You know that. They call it, I, I actually I was looking back, they call it the tarde chicky, yeah. you know, the sauce chicky. Yeah. Confusing. Yeah. But, um, you know, looking just at the description, which I didn't do last time, <laughs> this actually has a sweet um, uh, oh. sweet vinaigrette sauce on top of it. On That's top. what's giving it that, that shine. That sheen. So, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. So I went to the Kambini, I went to, or went to Family Mart, I saw it and I had to get it. And um, yeah, so I cracked it open and... Yes, that sheen was there. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt, this was a, it's a really, it's a nice sweet sauce. And well, let, let me just cut to the chase. I'm going to give it a four star. This was great Ooh. for me. Yeah. So let me wow. tell you why it's not a, why, why it's not a five star. Because, all right, that sauce on, on the outside there was top of the line. It was sweet mm-hmm. and great. And then inside you know, you had that tartar sauce. And so, you know, what kind of, the only thing that held me back, I was hoping for a real pickly taste, you know, a little bit more mm. of a, a tart taste to that, uh, mm-hmm. to that tartar mm-hmm. sauce, but it was a little bit, um, uh, plain tasting. Mm. So it didn't get my five stars, but in general, I gotta say, this is great. And it gave me, you know, it brought me back to my, you know, my early childhood memory. We went to the Fredericktown mall. We got <laughs> We went to Long John Silver's and I got the, I got the classic mix, you know, Matt. And, uh, you know, it had the, it had the, the fish with the tartar sauce on top of it and it was just great. And, um, you know, it almost got me there. If that pickle had a little bit more tart, I think I would have went to, went to heaven. But, um, yeah, in, in general, it was, it was, I thought it was great. Yeah, Mike, we I was skeptical of this chicky last week just thinking about tartar sauce inside of fried chicken. That that honestly sounds pretty gross. Um, <laughs> but I like the discovery of the sauce on top. We were wondering what is giving that unnatural sheen. That is, in mm-hmm. fact, sauce. So that looks great. 
Uh, Mike, yeah, your uh, your fandom of Long John Silvers, I guess, will continue. I've honestly never been. I just remember you telling me your whole image of New England is Long John Silvers. Everybody, I have a plan. Mike, we're going on a road trip north shore of Boston, just hitting clam shacks all day long. So oh, you're yeah. going to get the oh, real yeah. deal once this coronavirus thing is over. But in the meantime, it's nice that we do have a piece of fried chicken here stuffed with uh, tartar <laughs> sauce to hold you over. Um, wow. Wow. Unexpected, but uh, good to hear. Four stars for the Tadu Tadu chicken, a.k.a. the Tade Chicky. Yep. Well, um, yeah, you know, I might be a little bit biased. I'm, I'm feeling a little bit nostalgic recently and, you know, I'm just got that fixin' for the tartar tartar. So, um, I don't know, but, um, yeah, you know, hopefully I can get out next week and, uh, pick something up, pick, <laughs> pick, whoa, 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 just almost, almost lost there. Pick something up. All right, Mike. Well, that closes out episode 40. Wow. Episode uh, 40. Crazy. 40. 40 are in the can. Um, thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, please subscribe and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, however you get your podcasts. Also, uh, if you want to check out what we're looking at, go to our YouTube channel, Convenie Boys. Be sure to subscribe and like. Also, leave a comment. Be sure to check us out on social media. We're super active on Twitter. We also post to Facebook and Instagram occasionally share a conbini memory or conbini composition you can go to anchor.fm slash conbini boys and drop us a message there if you're in the u.s you can dial 617-453-8207 again we'll play whatever you put up no editing thanks again everybody and a quick note hey buy at the dip and hold mike i'll see you at the conbini (laughs) i'll see you at the conbini